I am unashamed. What about you? So uh, this is Jace. We've done four podcasts, and we haven't we haven't talked about um, the LSU football game from last Saturday. We talk about LSU football a lot last year, so Ooh. I feel like we have to address it. You <laughs> got to remember this: it's something that has to be addressed, no matter what happens <laughs> this year. You can say to yourself, "Yeah, but we were national champions last year." That's Can't exactly. take that away. I'm still in the glow. I have to admit it. I, so I had low expectations, and they were met. Um, yep, we're not that. We lost all of our best players, and you know, I mean, the, look. I have the Holy Spirit in me, so I have no reason to make this up. But since it's in my house here in Louisiana, it's just me and the dogs. That you know, I'm on. I'm on the way to visit my wife. But and we were play by play during the game. She was like, "I mean, are you watching this? Can you believe this?" And I was like, "Yep." Yeah. Because when I heard this, you got to realize we lost what 14 underclassmen to the NFL. Mm-hmm. 14 and 20 overall well and you got your seniors, seniors. Yeah, yeah they they left then you got three who because of the coronavirus by the way you said that fast but you just said 20 people that were on that team are in the nfl and and, and let's just say if anybody <laughs> that's how good we were if anybody's know? been watching one of my best friends outside of my family who lives in missouri who's a huge kansas city chiefs fan I said, you're welcome. I, that that was my text. And he said, did I miss something? I said, you have a back from LSU. He's, his name is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You're welcome. Well, last night, you know, they were on Monday night, and uh, he said, you were right about that guy. I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> he was really kind of the most underrated part of the puzzle last year. You know, everybody did, talked did, about did the Burrow. Chiefs win last yeah. night? Oh, yeah. It, it, it was well. It was comical. Now with him and Mahomes, they may win. Who knows how many they may win? I mean, man, Lately. amazing. You know, I've got to where now because of all the controversy over all that, and there's no crowds there. I do, I watch the game with no sound. It's it's kind of it, it's kind of cool. So try that. That'll you, that'll help you. Something about the the fake yay. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, or the yeah. cardboard cutouts. Well, I'm you know. a pretty good dupe for a lot of stuff, but <laughs> or there's something about fake crowd noise that I'm thinking, wait a minute here. Well, or let's cut our, to the side. with our mind. I <laughs> said, I don't like Look, that. Let's cut down to the, the side reporter who's by herself. <laughs> Nobody's here to hear the latest on what we're protesting. They're like a Donald Trump uh, a rally. They 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 get the cameras where all you can see is a little edge of the sideline, but right. they very seldom pick it up, and it's an empty house. Right. That's kind of like they do Trump, you know. Yeah, they to stay they won't show the crowd, you know. Oh. Because well, they because they want you to they want to fool you. You're right, but you know it took well, me back to the old uh, laugh tracks. Remember on the old comedies when they were ah, yeah. <laughs> people are laughing, but it was all just in a and can. we all know yeah. that. It's, I felt so <laughs> cheated at was, that. But what I was going to say was, despite all those, and then losing three guys, he just said we're sitting out this year then our number three of our best guys our number the fake crowd noise <laughs> you'll so think you're there <laughs> just it, uh, hollywood <laughs> so our number one player our best player stingley yeah he's a de- defensive which back boy who, did we need him who a that. couple people picked as a preseason <laughs> candidate for, for, for the heisman trophy well, he gets, arguably the best cornerback in America. He gets sick, and our starting defensive tackle. What Aaron happened Logan. to Stingley? Well, he, he got, got sick. yeah, he got sick the night before the game against the number one offensive pass coach because he had never coached the game for Mississippi State. Right. Mike Leach, the mastermind of air raid. And look, he showed how brilliant he was. And I mean, so I'm like, look, look out we, for them. We've got people playing, you know, and I'm sure they'll be fine. They, you know, we had one Freshman. transfer that was playing from for some back niece or last year it may not have been back niece but some some other school and we got freshmen out there well of course what what do you think is going to happen during the course of a game and the difference was last year you could give up 44 points and win yeah. but but you just don't have the offense so so you yeah. know Zach of course set in for me uh last week which by the way some of you have asked about that Zach is I have events that have now 
or still having them. All most of them been pushed, so I have to travel some. So Zach comes and sits in my chair. That's why he's here. Some of you are like, "Why do you have Zach? He's not as good as you." I was like, "Well, I know that, but you know, <laughs> we're working him in. You know, it's yeah. give him a break. You know." I, I, well, uh, Zach, I told Zach once we got him over the uh, with the well, high, with the high voice on the commercials. Well, yeah, he just he would turn into. You know the this soap is long lasting, and I was like, he was a little too animated for his cousin. Well, because I was like Zach, I know you. This, what what happened? Not, something broke out out of you know. So once we got past that, but Zach is probably smarter than all of us. Zach's combined. sharp. So he needs he's a color commentator. Well, Jay said it right. We would but the way this works is Zach and I own our production company that produces this podcast and so you guys are, you know, you're the talent. I'm just the producer who happens to be here and Zach is too. If we had Zach in the fourth chair, I mean that would be great cuz he has a very analytical way of pro- but here here was my, where I was talent. going. Talent. I've never thought of myself. Well, it's a Hollywood <laughs> term. Al Al broke down the what wall do the they call wall. it? The fourth wall and <laughs> because told I'm a producer. how this works. I'm a C plus <laughs> average man. I'm getting on up in years. You say talent? Nah. Well, now well, when people pay you to be on television or on now in the digital world, then you are they considered call it- the they talent. call you talent. You it's, are the it's, talent. A, it's a phrase. That's exactly right. And, and Jace is too. So, well, that's how they label you. But I'm with Phil. We don't. We're just yeah. Normal. We're just guys. People. So yeah, that was a little lingo inside lingo. So Zach leaves here after the podcast that he did last week, and he took his family on like a two week journey out west. You know, see all the state parks and all that stuff. They homeschool, so which is really cool. If you homeschool. You get to go see some of this stuff instead of just learning about it in the classrooms. I, I love the concept. So he calls me to talk about business, and he's like, and I knew, you know, because I know him so well, because he's a Florida Gator fan, in which yeah. they're pretty good this year. So I knew he was going to like, yeah, I thought. He, so he calls me. He said, hey, we're out here. You know, we, we don't have any coverage of anything. Did, how did, did LSU play, you know, Saturday? So he was trying to get me to react, you know. Yeah. But I totally – I totally. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 just they got beat. They look bad, you know." But this Mississippi State's really good. So I just like played it off like he really didn't see the game. He said, "What about Florida? Did, did they play?" I said, "Oh yeah. They, I saw a little bit of that game. They looked really good." I said, "I think you you know you probably got a pretty good shot this year." The quarterback. Yeah, I'm just like yeah. totally. And then he's like, so he pauses, and I hear Max say something in the background, and then he starts laughing. He said, "We we saw the game. I just wanted to hear what you had to say about it." And I said, "Well, I told you." <laughs> Yeah, so totally called, fell flat. Bitterness over last year's <laughs> close game, but it was close. N- no prize. Yeah, Florida's on, good. on our way to one of the greatest national champions. I think it may ever. be a, it may be a kind of a long year, Jason. I, I, but it's good. Look, it's good because here's what happens: you, the guys you're recruiting, realize, oh, there, I see opportunity here. That's what they're thinking. Right. You're also now. <laughs> Okay, the national championship, it just went out the window because we're only playing 10 games. I mean, now right. it's so stacked against it's you. It's over. Yeah. It's over. So let's play the young guys. Let It's basically a process, which is how the national championship run started a couple of years before the national championship. Same, same deal. We got beat by who, – who was that? Somebody I never heard of. Yeah. And that was the, the Troy. Yeah. And that was the what we needed for everybody to take a deep breath and say, you know what, you don't just because you got, you know, you won won it last year. That means nothing. That's you got to right. start all over. Same so, thing with Saban. I'll enjoy it. Saban went to Alabama, got beat by ULM his first year there, and everybody's like, oh, I noticed something ULM. about this. ULM. I noticed something about this Saban though, that's different than most of them. Saban and the level at which Alabama plays. Is ever since he got embedded in there. Oh yeah, they're yeah. always up here. Yeah, well, they're, they're bone to be chewed. I don't care. Well, I don't care how many they lost. If they won the championship, they didn't quite win it. I mean, he's well, that's there. because he's one of the he's if not I guess he's the best. Recruiter. I mean, you got to give the man credit. I mean, he's well, he, I'm with Al. I mean, he does have track record. However, if you get the best players 
out of year high school in and year every out. year. You know what? I, I wasn't thinking of how he's doing it. <laughs> that's just, how he's doing it. That's I'm just saying it. he's doing it. Oh, sorry. Well, he's the Bill Belichick of the Oh, he is. Well. I mean, there's no doubt and about Coach it. And Coach O, look, has had great recruiting players. Yeah, Coach it, O it, is great. I mean, yeah. it, yes, exactly right. And we're going to be good again. I mean, there's no right. doubt about it. It's just, and it's funny because Saban gets a lot of his best players out of Louisiana. That time he spent at LSU mm-hmm. and those relationships he made, trust me, that's a pipeline to Alabama because every good one we lose goes there. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how he's really good. So, but yeah, it's, you know, for, by the way, I, I know y'all already argued about this, so I don't want to rekindle the argument that they want to tell the audience that so I'm not watching the NFL this year I've made a decision I, I can't take it because oh, the other yeah, stuff I don't want to go through now, I'm not, we're not, we're not going to argue about it and look but I'm not making a I don't, I don't say anything about Twitter on it I'm not trying to boycott it's just a personal thing for me I don't blame anybody else who wants to watch the NFL I mean I miss it there's no doubt yeah. the games and all that but I just thought I was going to try it for one year and see well that's why I said I was watching it without the sound I like that yeah now that might that's, that's and I, a, that's and a I good only moniker. turn it on when it starts I just want to watch the game. Right. I've so. been watching a little bit of it, but I just don't feel real good about it. I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. Well, the, with, I the, with the I no don't crowd. know exactly with between it all and people not kneeling, <clears throat> but you know, I do, when we visited Omaha Beach. Yeah. 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 No, I, just, I'm the, I said the last thing I will ever do. Is disrespect the flag that those guys no, were flying I agree when they hit that beach. Exactly. I don't like it. I don't I'm care what anybody says. I said, man, there's a lot of vehemently opposed to it. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to justify it by just <laughs> watching the actual game. Well, and then yeah. with the, as you said, like one of the things I noticed about the LSU game <clears throat> is, you know, for LSU, especially this year when we're kind of we didn't have all our bullets. I mean, the crowd makes a Huge oh, difference. Yeah, no like, doubt. for LSU, it's like a component of the game. I mean, everybody says it goes to an LSU game. I mean, it, it, there's not many places like it. They're so rabid and so into the game. And when you took out three-quarters of that crowd, I just thought about it in moments where they might could have rallied, you oh, know, yeah. the, the kids rallied to the crowd. And you just, it's gone. You know, and I, yeah. I realize there's nothing you can do about it. But I'm just saying – that's a whole missing component. It was just I thought some of the times when especially we'd get behind us thought, man, normally that crowd would just be energizing. Oh, yeah. But they were doing the best they could, but that's twenty five thousand can't sound like a hundred thousand. Home field advantage is home field advantage. So it's kind of a neutralized It's neutralized all of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I wondered about that with the baseball playoffs coming up if, you know, a home field usually makes a difference because, you know, for especially playoff games because they're real intense. But They're now, still playing Major League Baseball? I didn't even know. Yeah, 60-game season, playoff yeah. start. But they, like half the league is in the playoffs, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, what was the point of all that? Going back to Little League here. We are. Know, half, a, half, half the Major League Baseball is in the playoffs. You get a participation trophy for just playing. <laughs> Let's take a break. So we've got a lot of guys that uh, watch and listen to our podcast so I know that uh, they've heard us talk about uh, our friends at Keeps, uh, Keeps.com. And uh, basically, if you start losing your hair, especially younger, and this happens a lot, um, man, you're like, can I do anything about it? I, I don't, I don't want to lose all my hair. Now, some people just go the uh, Mr. Clean with yeah. the goatee. That's, that's a look, you know, like, like brother-in-law Tony. That's I'm always thing. nervous when a guy shows up duck hunting, clean-shaven. And clean shaven. <laughs> the full that's a, that's a lot to cover like, up. But this is going to flare it up. It's going to take a lot of camo. Well, so if that's uh, if that's your issue, then uh, you need to check these guys out at, at Keeps because basically you go online, um, you answer some questionnaire things with them, and then they're just going to ship it straight to you. So you don't have to go to the doctor, you know, pharmacy, all these other things, straight to your house. It's Keeps K E E P S dot com slash door. You're going to get 50% off your first order, which is great. Keeps.com slash door. So uh, so today we're going to get back into uh, the book of John, uh, which I have thoroughly enjoyed. And, and we're preaching through it, too, at White's Ferry Road. So, and we're sort of in the general area. We're a little bit ahead on the podcast. But it's really, I've learned so much. And I, I think it's we started with this time at days that, it's it's a great book to focus on Jesus. Oh yeah, and uh, which it, is why it's been so good preaching it, too. It's my invitation. I mean, I'm writing a book on this book while we're doing this too. Oh really? It, yeah. 
because well, I knew y'all writing the book, but I didn't know what it was about. Well, it's because I thought, well, if I'm putting all this time in it and meditating on it, and it is my invitation. Because when I go to places and do events, people that have come to my event, they know I don't do an altar call. I don't do an invitation at that moment, which would be okay to do. Right. And I want people to come to Jesus. Sure. But I'm like, go home, because that's where we need you to give your life to Jesus, at your workplace, at your home, in your real life. Not not necessarily just at the church building, so you can then kind of play this game for an hour a week. Go home, read the book of John, and form an opinion on Jesus. And if it's one that you fall in love with him, I guarantee your life will change for the better. So that's my invitation, yeah. which will be the invitation of the book, which is really what our podcast so is So it's about. funny you said that because I had an idea. <clears throat> I've never told y'all, so I'm just fixing to do it on the podcast, that when we finished John, I wanted us to do the book of Romans because I wanted us to do a book in the New Testament after the gospel. But I want to do Romans, and then I want to write a book on Romans and mm-hmm. call it Unashamed, you know, just because that starts the whole idea because I feel like in, in Romans, Paul comes back to this whole idea and he's explaining it to a Gentile audience yeah. exactly what what we've been studying and how you do that. So it's almost a repeat, but then through another prism, which there's some, some good, really good as stuff. As long as we focus on Jesus, I got it. I think a lot of people go from Acts to Revelation and they forget Jesus. Yeah, It's then about the audience which is the church. That's right. But if the body is not focused on the head, you're running around, you've been decapitated. Yep. What that, hap- that's not what happens end is, well. right. What happens is uh, the people who have already heard the gospel and obeyed it, Jesus died for their sins, he became flesh, died for their sins, was buried and raised from the dead. They tend to, after a few years goes by, when what that is preached, they tend to say, but Phil, we already know that. Tell us something we don't know, which is which is a trap. Yeah. yeah. So you remind them, so you already know it, so you don't want me to repeat it. But the people sitting to your left and your right and behind you who are here today, who are visiting, they don't know it. Right. You 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 have to keep that at the Everything is built around the gospel. Everything. Well, you take it for granted. I mean, take it for granted. It's just like, I already know I mean, that. Show me something. This. I want some deeper truths of the Bible. I said, your sins are removed. You've been freed from Satan, <laughs> sin, guilt, law, and the grave. Uh, you don't need to dig any deeper than that. You, you're, you're there. Well, when you take something for granted. Tell others. I agree. When you take something for granted, you start doing stupid things. I, I know this is going to be a crazy uh, illustration, but... I just got to thinking about this. That same point you're saying where Jesus becomes so familiar that it's almost like the newness of it wears off, and you got to think there's got to be something more. I mean, I got this, which is impossible, because you get it every day. You 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 literally become Jesus. That's why you're constantly meditating on red letters because you become Jesus on the earth through his spirit and through his example. Mm-hmm. But I was pumping gas a couple of days ago and I'm like, you know, you, you pull in there cause you have to have it. So, which is why this craze for electric vehicles is, has taken hold. Cause people are like, is there, is it possible that one day we don't have to use all, you think about all the, the problems. So here's my point. It's become so familiar. When you actually read the little, now they have the little, through modern technology, you go through a system. So you, you know, you, you get there, you start, you push a couple buttons. It says slide the card. card. You slide the card. But then it says, and, and you got to put your uh, zip code in. Yep. So that's to keep from, okay, so maybe if somebody stole your credit card, they wouldn't know what zip code. I'm right. sh- pretty sure they'll figure that out. But anyway, they got that in there, it's which I, I don't measure. think that's going to deter anything. But it might one out of a million. So then it says, when you pull it out, it says it takes a few seconds. And you're sitting there waiting. You're waiting here. And it says, card approved. 
why did you have to tell me that? <laughs> why not just approve it? Now, if it's not approved, guess what it says? Please see attendant. I went through that in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's going to happen there? Look, what's, what's the practical thing? Just think about that. And what I'm saying is we take it for granted. They take it for granted that you need it. So they put a bunch of stupid messaging on there. Because all that's telling you is card approved. Are you saying Yes. Maybe I've done that before when it was close. I've I've been at restaurants before in my in past, and man, I was just hoping when they came back we had yeah. a ticket. But do we have to <laughs> look? Do we have to stop and acknowledge and tell me that? Because look, if I take it to the attendant, what do they do? Well, now it's got awkward because they're like, it's not approved. So it's now no you have to be confronted that you have no money, <laughs> and so you say, no, there's money in the account. What are they going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. Go run it again. No, they're not. They're going to say, hey, yeah, you got some cash? Or another card. That's not going to accomplish anything. <laughs> so we have some kind of fake acknowledgement or a confrontation that's leading to nowhere. Yep. And I thought, why, why am I going through this? This All this is doing is wasting time. Just give me the gas. <laughs> why, why do I have to go through this five minutes? Because if you tally it up in a life, lifespan, you've wasted weeks Staring at you this. need to get your people <laughs> to contact my people, and they'll have someone other than you to go up and get gas for your truck. That always comes back to the butler. Uh, you don't, you everybody don't needs see a the butler. connection, though, where if you have to have something, you then take for granted the process, and they're not nobody's spending any time. Go have a meeting with you know Bob and Elaine, and make this functional. <laughs> Make it a bridge to somewhere, because now they're like, well, they got to have it. So just put on their card approved. They'll feel good about that. And if they don't, tell them, play, please see the attendant. Well, where's that going? Nowhere. Jace, you're longing for the old days when you pulled up and gas was 23 cents a gallon. And some guy pumped it for When you. I was in high yeah. school, yeah, some dude walked out there, well, what you want? Say, Give me about a dollar's worth. You, you said a dollar, well, that's four gallons. Yeah. So you literally would listening. reach in your billfold and get a dollar's worth of gas, and you could go a long way. I yeah. mean, 23 cents a gallon. So you give him a dollar. I'm, just, I'm thinking about Some guy does it. Yeah. He wipe your windshield off, you know, and then we drive on down the road. But those days are long behind. I'm just thinking always... about joining this electric car movement because I'm upset about what happens at that doggone pump. Now, do y'all think I'm crazy? Yes, I do. Because... No, I've done gas my whole life and never even thought about what you just said. I mean, I, I can't argue with what you said, but it's but I. I never, well, why Chase they thinks have about stuff I've you, never even. Why are you? Telling I do it me? twice. You know, I do it double because for whatever reason, my wife will do anything. She hates to pump gas. I know why. I just probably that probably, maybe so. So I do it twice. I you're, do it for her car. I'm sitting there car. waiting, and you're you're saying car to prove. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask you when you already said, when's the last time you pumped gas into your truck? Do you Long even time. remember? Don't well, do it, Phil. Don't. Well, I don't it's do frustrating. It. Of course, right outside here, you've got a big tank that's got how many gallons of gas in it? Well, about a thousand. So, I mean. Well, whoever you, know, you all guys, if somebody's listening to it, can we not fix that? <laughs> can we not just look at what we're presenting? And Somehow. say, wait a minute. By the way, Corey bought a Tesla. She bought an electric car. I'm curious. Because, you know, one of them comes by. I was in some city. I went to step out, and you don't hear them coming. Really? Oh, it just, all of a sudden, it was just, shoom. I mean, it thing, thing went by well, me. I'm waiting for the truck. No sound. How long do you get off the battery? I don't know. That's why I got to ask her. I, how do you, what do you well, do? Well, they're, work, they're working You got to just plug, literally plug Charging it into in. an outlet to charge it. Uh, well, they're talking about having these rigs that run off hydrogen. And so instead of oil stations, you got hydrogen. But still, I want to talk to the people who set up the system on what we're doing to pay for it. Right. You know, but well, now we're going to go electric first. I'm just saying they're, they're, they're trying probably, to get they, off the oil. Well, they get it profitable. I mean, like where people can afford it. Right now, they're about 100 grand for one of them minimum. Huh. So the, the problem is the price. I mean, that's why you got to well, have some money to even do uh, one. Obviously. But, but I think they'll correct that. They they'll, do have hybrid cars that have electric and gas. So you can run mm -hmm. it on electric because it doesn't solve your problem. 
But and if you run out of electricity, then the gas kicks in. So they call those high. I apologize. I was just saying. <laughs> I, I just feel like Lord, with, with familiarity. When I getting back to the point, we become so familiar with things, we just digest it and we take. Oh, it. Oh, I forgot that was when, your illustration. That 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 ten minutes was your illustration about taking for granted. I apologize. I, I just <laughs> get so frustrated. Tangents, because I'm like, you've got me here. I gotta get. You know, we gotta move. I'm I'm going out of town today. I gotta fill up, and I'm just looking at this thinking. Well, none of this makes sense. So, okay, podcast listeners, solve that problem for Jace. Let's take another break. So one of the things that uh, we talk a lot about is uh, home security uh, on our podcast. We kind of have always been our own home security system because we live yeah. way out in the woods. But since Jace and I moved to town, Dad, we realized that really cameras are, are very effective. People uh, are to scared have. to be caught on camera, they are. I mean, it, it the is. Rednecks stayed off of me once they got out there and looked at that. The, these cameras pointing in every direction. That's exactly right. They, they, the, the theft, the theft, the gas stealing, the this and that and other, the tools yeah. leaving, it all disappeared. It is a huge deterrent. So we've got a great uh, sponsor, Simply Safe, uh, and it is very simple. Uh, comes to you. You don't have to have you know somebody put technicians and all this thing. You can do it all yourself in under an hour. Basically, peel and stick sensors. It's fifteen dollars a month, which is uh, very affordable. So if you need a home security system, check these guys out, simplysafe.com slash unashamed. You're going to get a free HD camera just for being an unashamed listener. So that's cool. Simplysafe.com slash unashamed. All right, so back to, uh, to John 14, um, which you guys talked about. It's funny, as a preacher, like I missed those episodes that Zach did, and I was glad he did them so I could travel, but I thought, oh, man. Because I love this text so much, you know, it's like I'm going to miss out on talking about it. Well, that's why Zach wanted to be here. He he said John 14 through 17 is his favorite section. Mine too. It is so rich, and and I think it's because, and you said this, I think, Jason, on the last podcast. I think it's because Jesus gets super personal. Yes. During this section with the disciples, up to now, he's been telling the parables and kind of chiding them for not following along, and you know, and they're just like, kind of, what's he talking about? He gets to hear, and it's like, okay, boys, yeah. this is about to happen. It, so, there's big things that are, are a week away. I mean, we're, we're, he's, we're there. He's showing you, in my humble opinion, that uh, this whole thing about there's nothing you can do to earn your salvation. True. You're not under law. You're under grace. But Jesus is showing right here, there is a required lifestyle it's a required lifestyle Mm -hmm. if you if you give your life to jesus christ you say you're not earning it no you already have it he gives it to you it's free you'll know the truth it'll set you free so you're free in jesus and and he's there 24 7 to mediate when you make a mistake he's not counting against you because your life, it's a walk, walking in the light, being like Jesus, obeying what he says. Because John, in that fourteen twenty three, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, will come to him, will make a home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. So... Right there, he's telling you, there is a requirement. And the requirement is, you better love Jesus and do what he says. Right. I mean, it's sometimes that gets a little lost. There's nothing mm -hmm. you can do. So I'm just going to float through life. And no one ever knows. My my lifestyle is, it's kind of like a secretive, you know, hold up somewhere. And you're not looking outward. I mean, and so John, the one who wrote the Gospel of John in First John, I say everybody who reads the book of John, like Jace recommends, while you're at it, just read First John, three little books at the back of the Bible, First, Second, Third John. Read First John yeah, they're great. because he really goes back 
into the meat of this matter here right. that we're reading in John 14. And he just applies it to then the people that he's leading. That's that, right. You know, as an as a older man that understood that. You know, uh, this is how we know in 1 John 3, based on 1 John 14, 23 and following, well, then you turn over to 1 John, this is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Well, now he's yeah. fixed to just say, well, boy, this is fixed to be profound. Anyone who does not do what is right required lifestyle right. as a pattern is not a child of God. Neither is anyone who does not love his brother. So getting up in the morning and doing what's right and loving your brother is not asking too much of a human being. That's right. Just do what's right, and you love your brother. You're like, uh, and Jesus is saying through John the apostle, you need to be that way. Yeah. All the time. And the only way it's possible, he starts that in, back in verse 15 of John 14. He starts that by saying, uh, 16, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, okay. the spirit of truth. Y- you've got help. He, 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 that's right. You're not doing it on your own. He, he's letting them know, look, I'm not going to be here physically with you. So we just told him back at the first of the chapter. Then he says, but I'm going to give you something better Yep. because my spirit literally is going to live inside you. Great help. That allows you the possibility because we can't do it on our own. I mean, that's, that, right. that's proven before we ever accept it. Mean, basically, you have cosmic help. That's right. You have, you have incredible help. Yep. I mean, the power of the spirit in a man's life, you say, you can do this. Well, think about the words you use to describe the spirit. In well, this section, counselor. counselor, guide, we're going to get to later in 16. I mean, the idea is, is that, you know, when you're, you're doing it because like, if you go to a counselor, you go to a counselor for guidance. You're saying, look, I got a problem or me and my wife got a problem. We want to do better. We're not sure exactly what we need to do. Here's our problem. Mm-hmm. And the counselor says, okay, let me, let me guide you. But yeah. the counselor can't fix you. Yeah, I've I've counseled with so many couples, and after about three times, I said, guys, I'm done. Y'all don't have to go see somebody else. And they're like, well, what are we talking about? I said, I I can't guide you because you're not willing to be guided. I'm working harder than you are. Yeah, to get back to my gas illustration, you pull up to this (laughs) tank. Look, you pull up there. You're still working back on it. Look, (laughs) it's free. It's free. You got free gas here. I'll supply the power. You need this. There's none of this mind games. You know, your card is a pretty, who cares? It's free. I did it. But then you got two choices and you say, you know what? I'm going to put diesel in this thing, even though it takes gas. Well, guess what? Broke that's, down. That's not going to work. And I think that's how, how this goes. He's, you know, in, in John three, when John the Baptist, he, he made a famous quote, I think he said, for the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God gives the spirit without limit, which I'm glad you brought that up. And and he now addresses the for the first time in detail in John 14 through 17, the motivation of all this, which is love both ways. He's like, all of a sudden he starts getting personal, starts talking about love. And so he's like, I won't leave you alone. I won't leave you as orphans because I love you. Uh, you know, he gets 15. I won't, uh, I'll lay down my life. You're not servants. You're friends. Here's a creator of the universe calling fellow man friends. So, so I think it's an introduction of love, but it's also I'm going to give you help with the counselor, the spirit, because I think a lot of people are like, well, I just don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm good enough. Think of all the excuses why people don't come to Jesus. What do they say? I'm on, I got to get fixed first. Yep. Or I got to get better. Yeah, I got to get my life straightened out. Those are the phrases. Well, they'll say, I got to get back in church. I got to get back in church. What does that mean? I I need to read the Bible more. Need to read the Bible more. You know, I got to pray more. Yeah, if I pray more, then maybe I'll get there. All of them are things. Great text right here to to expand on what Jace said. The fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22, is love, joy, peace, patience. These things are coming out of a human being. Because of Jesus and what John said in John 14. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, that's Jesus. Gentleness, Jesus. Self-control, Jesus. Against such things, there's no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. And then here's the way he words it when Jesus said, I'm giving you some help, the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. 
you're like, we live by the Spirit, <clears throat> and we're keeping in step with him. <clears throat> He's in us to guide us, teach us, open our heart. You say, but you got to be willing to allow that to happen. you got to follow. Step, got, yeah. Step <clears throat> by step, let's take another. So, Jace, one of uh, our favorite sponsors is uh, Helix Sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a really, really good mattress, and uh, you you found out first, and then you got like four or five of them. I got you? them. I, well, the Lord blessed me with two houses here, and so I had to furnish with the Helix and, sleep. So. And those got they were so impressed with them, and so were we, that when you decided you wanted to put them in, in the other house, that's where you went to. You went online, took the quiz, um, which basically they tell you, you know, that's where you figure out, the how you sleep, and how you and, sleep. yeah, and what you like, and yeah, so uh, I have no complaints. I like them too. Uh, here's what you do if you want to check these guys out they have a 10 year warranty, uh, and you get to try it out for 100 nights. You know, that's a third of a year, risk free. Helixsleep.com slash unashamed. Uh, they're going to give you $200 off all orders and two free pillows just because you're unashamed audience. So that's pretty awesome. Helixsleep.com slash unashamed. Check them out. Yeah, that's that's the whole idea. That's why you see words like uh, guide, teacher. He will teach you <clears throat> peace. That's right. He says peace. He will give you. That's I right. Mean, that's all that fruit. Well, that and you're it's about. what you put in. It, it, that's why I was making the gas and the diesel analogy. So, by the way, your it, gas illustration you just you, you you just solved my mystery that I've had for thirty six years. What's on that? why Lisa doesn't like to pump gas. When you said well, it a minute ago, well, it struck in my I'm mind. But have... what? But here's why: the night we got married, mm-hmm. you remember you were 15 years old. I was 19. Those were turbulent years, Al. <laughs> vaguely. So, so Lisa was was living with us because you know she, when she told her mom and dad we were getting married. They're th- they weren't happy about it. So she moved in with the Robertsons. We only were engaged for one week. I said, let's get married next Friday. I noticed that none of the people who were the parents <laughs> of the women, the Robertson boys married, no one was happy with no. their yeah, daughters marrying the Robertson bunch. You're right. I just, I no just... one was happy. They didn't want Will to marry Corey. They didn't <laughs> want you to marry your woman. They didn't want Jace to, uh, Al to well, get Well, they married. basically kicked Lisa out over it. But they... Everybody said, don't marry that bunch. And we're so... all still married. And we're yeah. all friends now. I mean, yeah. of course, you know Lisa's- what's weird is the only time <laughs> Willie has ever come to my house, which is this is weird, is when her parents said no, absolutely not, like about getting married. Yeah, and he pulled up in my yard. I mean, unannounced, like yeah, not, not came not, to see you. Yeah, without saying, "Hey, let's get together and eat right, or right. whatever." He just showed up. I mean, because they were hot, and they come in there and was like, "I mean, what are y'all?" <laughs> What do y'all think? I think that's ridiculous. And the wedding's of course, this going was, on. This was uh, commercial fishing years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we, at we had that enough. time, there was no TV show. There was no, <laughs> yeah. uh, no uh, duck call sale. Cut to the chase. There was no money. There was no uh, well, money. Uh, <laughs> so we had an old white. There's a label for that, Jay. They didn't want their daughters marrying poor white trash. <laughs> you know you what? what I'm saying? No, I think they came and said, please see the attendant. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a confrontation. So, so here's what happened. We had an old Ford white LTD. Now, this is 1984, and that was about a 76 Ford LTD that you and mom had. Yep. And so Lisa had been driving. She was working, so she's driving it back forth to work. Well, she's, she ran out of gas. I mean, it was out of gas. It's sitting there in the thing. So she and Paul, your dad, my grandpa, they went out there and got a can and poured what they thought was gas. Here we go. Into the Ford, white Ford LTD. This is the day we're getting married. Well, it was uh, diesel. It was kerosene. Kerosene. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is even worse. I'm, now I'm on the edge of my I seat. I remember the fumes coming out of the cloud <laughs> that was coming out of the thing. Oh, and it ran? So, so look, so they take, so a bunch of, everybody loads up in that car, and we, because we're piled in there like poor white trash, and we're going to my wedding, you know, because we're going over to the preacher's and we house. We're riding on kerosene. Riding on the kerosene. Well, we made it to about uh, Leanding Road, where you turn there, and all of a sudden, black smoke's boiling out. You're you're gone selling duck calls in your truck, 
and so we we pulled it off right there. That's the end of the end of the line so for, it was. for so not Carl, only the not only the trip but for the car. <laughs> the car, the engine is gone. It's, oh really? Yeah. So we're all in the car. We're like, well, that's about a probably about a five mile walk. It's a two mile walk back to the house. I mean, I'm getting married in about two hours. So we're like all kind of scratching our head. What do we do? So here comes Paul, my grandpa, in his little Ford Fiesta. Oh yeah, which was like a, a two seater. And it had a back seat, but it, I mean, it was it looks like a gas can as well. You could hear the yeah. gas sloshing in the tank. You remember yeah. that day? So he pulls over and said, "Well, that's our ride." So we got about ten people in a car that really doesn't hold four comfortably. <laughs> that, that thing was tiny. That Google Ford Fiesta. What year was that? Uh, eighty. The and car he bought in nineteen eighty. And you wonder why the parents? Of the, I just of proved the, the point of, of the girls. They're like, you know, no. they were actually they had a point. <laughs> they had a point. I'm just now seeing it for the first time. <laughs> so, so we pull up and start piling out of there, you know, the whole Robertson clan, minus dad. He was on a duck call trip, which I didn't care. I mean, it's like, oh, I just, so he missed your wedding. He missed the wedding. But it was from one week to the next. Like I said this Friday, I was like, you want to get married next Friday? You know, and she this said yes. And so we did. Because we were trying to like be stay pure this go around, which we did. I just about am in a category where I missed everybody's wedding. <laughs> now you went to Jason's. You, you were went, at my wedding. Yeah. Well, they I had. The, I, was. I appreciate. It. I feel no. Special. You you gave away both of my daughters in in their weddings. Oh, did I? Yeah, because I did better. You got better. You got You missed the one. So my point was this: this was a Jason rant. So my point was she doesn't like to put gas in the tank. She mm. she had that bad experience. See, yeah. now she wasn't with us. She was came with her folks, but she caused us almost to. Missed the wedding, and that's why she doesn't like to pump gas. I, I don't yeah. think she realizes that, but it's a mental barrier that goes you know, back to that. And now, you cleared it up with that. Now that you've said it, I mean, the last conversation I had with my wife, what went, you know, face to face, she didn't have enough gas in the. I mean, I I fill it up. I, I don't just go get ten dollars or whatever. But she had got. That's what she did, and yeah. I was like, why? Why get ten? Now you're there. Then I and went, you went through the whole I went, process. I said, now you're you're having to go through that more if you don't fill up. And she, of course, she didn't understand what I was talking about. <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, trust me, I will never run out of gas. And I was I, I was taken aback by her, you know, fire coming out of her eye. And she's like, you don't remember the time I did? I was like, well, yeah. I remember she ran out of gas one time. She said, and the tongue lashing that you gave me. And she said, I, all the way home, I thought, I will never let this happen again. So now you made, you made her almost vitriolic about it. I was like, it. babe, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was. She said, oh, it was horrible. Why would a person? I, I mean, what do you, you get think? That? Why would a man do I mean, I'm sure I... I came on too strong, obviously. But I said, well, did I have to push the car? She said, oh, yeah. I was like, well, that's why I was mad, babe. It was embarrassing. I was out there pushing the car in front of people. Let's take a last break. Well, I, I will say that I've never run out of gas. And 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 the reason why is because when, when it starts getting low, I fill it up. I don't yeah. wait. I don't put a little amount like when the light dings, I go find a gas station. Yeah, I ran out once, and the I've light dinged, out. and I looked at the number. Yeah, because they gave me a number on there. Gave me a number. Guess what? That number's a lie. Because <laughs> I went about half the number, and it I ran out of gas. I, I almost so. ran out just two weeks ago, but this is what happened. See, my, my kids borrowed my truck, and they drove around moving stuff, whatever, and so I get in it, turn it on, the light dings, but it was down to 15 miles on the thing. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I took it straight to get gas. But I was like, why did you – I found whoever, whichever one it was. I was like, don't run it that low. Put some gas in it. I'll let you use yeah. the truck. Don't just bring it back to me where I'm going to run out before I get out of my neighborhood. Still parenting, you know, after all this time. All right, yeah. back to the text. That was my bad. Now I'm like Jason. We're today. even. So we uh, <clears throat> we get into to John – the end of John 14, and you see this the, – the lifestyle part – can only be possible by the initial acceptance. And so I, I always thought about Jay's because he's, he's sort of given them a vision of head, uh, what's going to happen ahead. 
And you remember yeah. when he left, he told him to stay in the Acts 1. He told him to stay in Jerusalem because the Holy Spirit that he talks about here for the first time to mm-hmm. them is going to come. And when he comes, you need to be here because it's going to be happening. I mean, he kind of gives them a yeah. little preview, and then, of course, we see that happen. Yeah, one, one point we made when Zach was here that I think you don't need to miss is that he started off talking about in my father's house, many rooms, I'm going to prepare a place. So everybody gets on this, oh, I'm going to church so I can go to heaven. But then just a few very short verses later, he says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. And in verse 16, he says, and I will ask the father and he will give you another counselor, which we talked about. But then he makes this statement to be with you forever. And our point was on that day, you wasn't here. Forever starts when you receive that spirit. Yep. The journey, the house that is built, the room for you, that just happened. Yep. What he wants them to see <clears throat> is that they're never, you know, a lot of people say, well, I felt so lonely and I've been alone. And what he's trying to get them to see is you're never alone if you walk with Jesus, ever. Right. So, but that's a hard concept for human beings to grasp. They they think, well, I'm all out. I lost my husband. I lost one of my. Child. You just got to remember, you're never alone. Right. Well, right. And I mean, not left as an orphan means he's there. Well, right. right. And to finish my point, he then goes to verse 23, and says, so he says, I'm going to prepare a place, and he's like, well, how do we know the way? I am the way. I'm going to give you a counselor. He'll be with you. The he uses the word forever. We throw that around like it's not, I'll love you forever. Really? Yeah. Yep. You know, 10 minutes later, I'm mad. Yep. But he's, he really means forever. Right. So forever begins there. Then he says, if anyone loves me, which is what Phil's point was, he will obey my teaching. But then it says this, my father will love him and we'll come to him and make our home with him. Yep. I mean, no, wait a minute. That's why I said forever starts through faith granted. Yes, but forever starts. If you house the Holy Spirit of God, and here comes God, and Jesus says, we're going to make our home with you. That's why he says, the Apostle Paul, he's a deposit, <laughs> guaranteeing <laughs> what is to come. How is well, that, that the section? Dad, Dad and I are, we're, you and I are on the wavelength today. I'm looking at this text. I was about to read it. Uh, Ephesians one thirteen. what Dad just said. But I want to read you this because it's exactly what you said, Jay's. Here's the way Paul put it. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, a who seal. is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance, yeah. inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, yeah. to, to praise and glory. And that's God. said multiple <clears throat> times. You know, First Peter 1, and now, you know, now right. you've been born again, love one another. Well, you've been you, you've re- received imperishable seed. Exactly. So I so Jason, I, we got <clears throat> mostly me, but you guys know him. There's there's a guy, biggest LSU fan I've ever met, is a guy named Ron Mamudian, and uh, he goes to our, he meets with us. And um, Ron He's got has, an unusual name. Where's he from? He like, his mo- his mother is is a Turkish, and his dad is Iranian. Hmm. Yeah. And when they came here, they came to Louisiana. He went. He started at LSU when he was fifteen. Shows you how brilliant this guy. He's fifteen years old. He started college. Whoa! By by twenty, he had a doctorate in biomechanical engineering. Twenty one. So that's why he's got a name like that, Ramudian. Mamudian, Ron Mamudian. Mamudian, brilliant guy, but loves LSU. That's where he went. But he he goes to every football game, most baseball games, and a lot of basketball games. And he lives up here. Yeah. Back and forth. Well, he got. He found out he had a brain tumor. Uh, just within the last two weeks. So he's in Baton Rouge, in the hospital. I can't even go see him. You know, we're really good friends because, you know, this COVID. So I've yeah. been communicating with his kids. We called me last week. <clears throat> he's had the – they took the tumor as much as they get out of it, and so he's kind of giving me updates. voice is real weak, as you'd expect. And so all we talked about was heaven because yeah. I thought, you know, I said, Ron, this may be it. You know, I said, I'm praying that the Almighty will heal you. But you got a rough one. You got a rough one, you know, you have to deal with. I, but so I didn't talk to him about that. I talked to him about heaven because ultimately we win. Well, right. I said, if God heals you, 
then that's that's good. That's we'll give him glory for that. But if he does, years. if he doesn't, well, he's in. It's he's, forever. I, I mean, you and know? you when you gave his profile about his all his accomplishments, I mean, the one thing that's more obvious than anything is he loves Jesus. That's right. But every time the doors open, oh yeah, he's a he, he's there. Yeah, you know, I've talked LSU with him so much, oh, yeah. and uh, especially baseball because he's huge baseball right. LSU baseball. But he loves Jesus. And that's the comfort we have. I mean, he's not experiencing anything that we're not all headed toward one day. And that's why when you Which read something whole point, like this, right? I'm like, if you're living that lifestyle, when they say, okay, you may die from this, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, nah. Yeah, I may. That's you, right. you may see my body, but nah. That's right. That's why in everything we do, how many times has this been said in the book of John? God gets the glory. What about why is this guy blind? God gets the glory. Why did this happen to this person? Why did Lazarus? Die? God gets the glory. All these things happen to glorify God. You notice they were hard, tough situations. So if you live this lifestyle, you're living like a winner. You're living like a winner while you're here. But more importantly, you're living like a winner because of because of the reward. No doubt. And we we take for granted back to this familiarity thing. When when God through the Spirit just said here, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I mean, we've all helped orphans. We know. I mean, what a sad thing. Right. Here you are. You got nobody to take care of you. You're in some home, and and he's when you understand that and have helped him, you realize that God realized life. Life is tough without a visible creator, you know, over your shoulder whispering in your ear. It's okay. That's why we, when we read this stuff and we trust God, it becomes real to us. And then all of a sudden, it affects our life and the way we handle ourselves. And he was right all along. We're loved. We're, we have hope. We have a purpose. All these things that people are trying to right. figure out the 10 steps to getting that. He's like, oh, I, I, I provided it there. Oh, Boy, yeah. That's why it doesn't make any sense when you don't trust him enough to actually implement following his teaching after mm-hmm. all this he gives you and all this you're trusting he's making his home with, with you inside you right. and then you're like no i don't think you're real i'm gonna put you know toxic junk in the engine and see how that works kerosene in the gas tank good discussion man that went fast yeah, well, it did. it's over it's over it is over it is over so next time uh we'll, we'll come into john 15 the vine the branches which we'll get back into our love um, and some other good stuff coming ahead. Don't forget to register to vote. And don't forget to check out Jesus Politics. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.